We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I am thrilled today that you have joined us for this episode of the Blessing from the Valley podcast. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon, coming to you from the Chattanooga area, right here at Tiftonia Baptist Church, 518 Browns Ferry Road. And if you're ever in this area, we'd love to have you come and stop by and visit us. And uh, we're located right here off of uh, the Browns Ferry Road exit, just about really about a mile off of the exit. So we're very easily access from interstate 24 but this is our podcast blessing from the valley and uh, that is exactly what we desire for it to be is to be a blessing so we're thankful that you've joined us if you're a brand new listener we welcome you we do hope and pray that the podcast will be a great encouragement to you i'm going to start a new little series of thoughts um, on this episode and uh, really it would typically be something that would be brought around the uh, easter time But uh, I want to just bring a little thought out of Luke chapter 24. And for today, I'll read the whole account. But Then probably just for the sake of time, uh, in the next episodes, we'll just read a few verses. But let's look in Luke chapter 24 today, verse number one. Here's what the Bible says. Now, upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came into the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spake unto you, when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. Now, I could keep reading, but for the sake of time today, I want to really look at a little phrase that we find here in this passage. But, you know, I'm, I'm banking my whole life, my whole soul, and all of eternity on my faith in this true event. We're talking about the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that he was um, put hung on a cross at Golgotha. He gave up his body, gave his life. The Bible said he committed his spirit unto the Lord, to his Father. We know that he died. Physically, he died. He was put in a borrowed tomb. This is the third day. After the third day, he raised from the dead. And so as the custom was, because of the Passover, they should have prepared the body of Jesus before. But they are going now to the sepulcher to prepare the body with spices and other things that they did during their custom and during their time. But, of course, when they get there, the stone was rolled away. So we understand that this is a true event. This is the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, something captured my thought as I was just um, preparing and and reading through my Bible the other day, I noticed something that just really stuck with me. It was in the latter part of verse number five. Why seek ye the living among the dead? You know, that is a powerful question. Now, I'm so moved at this statement that the angels asked Mary this. Because here's why I'm moved. This is what amazes me, because this same thing has been done through all the time. 
what do you mean, Pastor Mark? Well, what I mean, people are still seeking life, but they're looking into dead ends to get real life. I want you to think about that. Dead philosophy, dead religion. By the way, religions help no one. Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship with the Lord Jesus. Religion, with part of itself or just within itself, it's dead. It's vain. It's empty. There's no help in religion. Um, people are seeking um, for life in dead philosophies. They're seeking life, what life is truly about, in, in maybe things or places. But that cannot bring life. Eternity past uh, till now, people are trying to find real life, real living in things and places that cannot bring life. Now, I don't expect to see life in a morgue. At least we better hope we don't see that, right? That would be quite a day. But I don't expect to go into a morgue and see live people, people come to life. I don't come to a funeral and think that I'm going to see somebody alive in that coffin. No, I expect someone to be dead. I'm not going to expect life in a cemetery. There's no doubt about it. But when we think about, um, I'm not going to, we're not going to expect life. And they didn't expect life when they came to that tomb that day. But we're going to seek, if we're going to seek the living, we have to seek the living among the live, right? Have to be alive. So let me give you some things just as I thought about this little thought. Why seek you the living among the dead? Because people are still looking in dead things, trying to get life out of it, trying to get some kind of joy, some kind of peace, some kind of purpose. Dead things will never bring life. So let me give you some things that will bring life. Number one, we have a living book. You know, the Bible says in Acts chapter 7, verse 38, who received the lively oracles. You know, when you hear the word oracles in the word of God, it's speaking as the very words of God. The oracles of God, it's like Jesus himself is speaking. Let me read you a little something that I found years ago. When the Alps are melted, the sun becomes darkness, the moon is turned into blood, the stars have fallen from heaven, and the rivers no longer run to the ocean. The Bible will still be the infallible, inerrant, inspired, indestructible, impeccable, unimpeachable, Word of the living God. Time cannot age it. Circumstances cannot change it. Man cannot annul it. Philosophy cannot surpass it. Science cannot eradicate it. And Satan cannot destroy it. The Bible lives in spite of its critics. It remains true in spite of the atheists and the agnostics who rail against it. Firmly and forever it shall stand. The words of of this book, of the Word of God, is a living book. It brings life. You say, Pastor Mark, how do you know that it brings life? Well, you know, I was dead in my trespasses and sin. The Bible says that we're all sinners, and we're all born in sin. Why? Because of Adam and Eve sinned. They brought sin upon all man. And so sin has passed through the bloodstream of mankind because every man and woman has been born the same way. They've been born of a sinful man and a sinful woman. But, oh, just one has never been born of man and woman. And that he was not only then the Savior of the world, the Lord Jesus Christ, born of, man, born of woman, but that which was put in that woman was of the Holy Ghost, the Son of God. So when Jesus Christ uh, came upon this earth and humbled himself, to be in the form of a human, humbled himself, even the death of the cross. He is the only one that could go to the cross and pay for the sin debt of the world because he knew no sin. He had no sin. And so because of his death, because of his life, brings me real life. And so I want you to know, people are looking all around for something that brings life. But see, as a five-year-old boy, 
I'm so thankful that I was raised in a home where my mom and dad uh, took me to church. And I'm thankful that I was able to go. I wasn't always thankful as a boy. I would rather sit home, play foot, watch football. I'd rather play with my friends. But now as an adult, I'm so glad that I had the teaching of the Word of God. And I had a mom. My dad didn't always make me go, but my mother stood firm. And as long as I was in that home, buddy, I was going to church. And I'm thankful for her today. But the reason being, when I was a little boy, when I wasn't looking for God, he was looking for me. And I'll never forget that day. As a five-year-old boy, I was listening to the preacher, and I realized that I had sinned. I realized that I had lied. I knew I had did things wrong. And that preacher that day gave me a message of hope, and he read it straight from the Bible. And you know what? That day as a five-year-old boy, I trusted Jesus Christ as my Savior. You know what he did for me? He brought me life. I was dead in my trespasses and sin, but because of this living book, because of his living word, he gave me salvation, who really I did not deserve salvation. But because he loved me, because of a living book, he gave me life. You know why this is a living book? Because it gives help to the helpless. It gives comfort to the lonely. Can I say that this living book, it's alive. It's not dead. It gives hope uh, to the hopeless. It gives light in darkness. It gives salvation to the lost. Let me help you today. Seek life in a living word. It changes us. It helps us. It does bring hope. It does bring peace. There's been many a times in my life I've went to bed struggling, maybe with something going on in my life that I would not necessarily want to be happening. Maybe it would be something with our family. Uh, maybe it would be some type of a heartache going on. And it was just hard. Rest was a very uh, precious thing maybe that night. And one thing that I've learned all of these years, maybe I would just get one little promise from the Word of God. My life verse is Psalm 61.2. I have clung to that verse so many times in my life. And here's how this is what the verse says. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. You know, we're not going to live life very long that our heart is going to be overwhelmed. Sometimes it's going to be overwhelmed with sorrow. It's going to be over overwhelmed with sadness. It's going to be overwhelmed with loneliness. It's going to be overwhelmed with disappointment. It's going to be overwhelmed with hurt. So what is the cure for that overwhelmed heart? Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. This is a living book that shows us the way to Jesus Christ. He is our light in our dark days. So I am so thankful we can seek living. We, can, we do not have to seek the living among the dead. We have a living book. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.